0: Buffers. Welcome back to your favorite Kenyan podcast. But if you're new here, hi. We already love you. Thank you so much for listening. As the name of this podcast suggests, we talk about all things movies and TV and Kenyan beyond. I'm one of your fabulous co-hosts, Koei. And I'm joined here with, I'll let him introduce himself.
1: Hey, guys, I'm Will. And I'm really happy to be here back in the studio.
0: We're so grateful we always start our episodes with, we're just so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's because we love it. This is a passion project. And so Mm. like, you know, there's a whole setup and there's lights and there's cameras and there's all this stuff, but we just do this like in our house every day. So yeah. 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 It has been a quite the summer, summer for the the Western world, summer for movies. I mean, this whole Barbieheimer situation. Okay. Can I just say like, I'm officially over it. I can't open any streaming app without seeing like oh like this barbie is gonna go do this or like you know what i mean like oppenheimer and like the combination of the two i'm like we get it like it's two major motion pictures coming out in theaters at the same time it's you'd think like it's never happened before like people are really losing their shit over it
1: yeah exactly yeah i've been seeing so much um content about it literally i don't i don't get why they're being like put together like oh like are you watching this or this yeah and it's like See, some people are gonna watch either one or both, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I saw I saw something where they even like um they put the trailers with each other's color scheme. <laughs> oh my so god. So they, they had um they had the Barbie trailer in black and white mm-hmm. and then they had the Oppenheimer trailer in like that pink filter <laughs> and like the sparkle things. Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: If you had to choose you don't have to choose, but if you mm. had to choose between the two movies, which one are you more interested in?
1: Which one am I more interested in? Honestly, I'm more interested in Barbie, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> like I've been seeing like memes about like if you're if you're a man and you're trying to go watch the Barbie movie, you have to like <laughs> be in disguise or something. But I'm like, bro, me I both, like In front, like in the front row, man. Like I don't care, bro.
0: No, I'm like actually really excited about it, and I hear it's really good. It's gotten really great reviews. Have you seen? (laughs) It's gotten really. People are saying like it's really like legitimately like a good movie, and people are already saying that Ryan Gosling should be up for best supporting actor for next year's Oscars, which is pretty. We we should watch it then, man. No, we should watch
1: it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, Oppenheimer. Honestly, I have no idea what it's about. I I have no. I have no. Like, what? I I don't, don't even know what Barbie is about, really. But yeah. I can recognize that.
0: <laughs> I know a little bit about what Barbie's about. So it's meant to be like, I don't know. It's like the Barbie world come to life. And it's meant to be like a commentary on like, I don't know, man, gender roles. I don't know. Some shit like that. That's what oh, I really? hear. Oh, okay. But then I hear it's like, it's not like annoying. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not right. like it's the new, it's, it plays with the nuance as yeah.
1: well. I, I was wondering what, like, the plot even really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, Oppenheimer, it's, like, something about, like, a nuclear bomb.
0: Oh, I thought it was a spy. <laughs> no, no. It's, <laughs> no. like,
1: okay, the only thing I know about it, it's, like, I don't know if it's the guy who, like, invented atomic bombs or something. Like, I, I actually don't know. But it's, like, it's something about that. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it's, like, there's a scene where they show the bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, in IMAX.
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. The guy who plays the main guy, um, he he makes me uncomfortable. Like he, his face scares what? me a bit.
1: Which guy is it? I don't I know can... why I
0: feel like his name is like Callum or something of that nature. I don't know, but his face freaks me out. He looks like a ghost.
1: Yeah, I think I know which guy. I... It's just it's he looks escaping. like a spirit to me. Yeah, I can I see can his it. face. I just can't remember the name. Yeah, I, I know him oh cillian murphy oh, cillian murphy that's his yeah name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: okay <laughs> shout, that was that was rick. that was rick by the way that was rick. Shout, out rick. <laughs> shout out snowball we love you guys yeah love cillian the murphy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's where i was thinking callum yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no <laughs> he's very sense. um his face is very hollow he feels like he's in between the spirit and the human world <laughs> i don't know it makes me feel the, the looking at him like I feel he's like actually he's the like
1: perfect a, guy for that because <laughs> i think i've seen the picture of the og guy yeah and like Cillian Murphy makes sense yeah. he also
0: doesn't look like he's meant to be like in this time like it looks like I think mean, that's <laughs> maybe why he makes he's me uncomfortable he's from like he's from like World War II days <laughs> yeah, like that's I'm like, how his why are you looks... here nigga like <laughs> you should be like in the, in the trenches somewhere like legitimate not like the yeah. fictitious like trenches yeah, Anyways, yeah we could talk a lot about <laughs> Barbie and Oppenheimer and the craziness around it but that's not why we're here today yeah we're talk here to talk about two uh shows that we have binged recently the first being the idol which before we even get into it like we know like we know that you're tired of hearing it it's been everywhere like there was a period like maybe like a few weeks ago when like nobody was talking about anything else like it was just yeah, a complete and utter social media frenzy in regards yeah. to the show guys, like, have, guys really, have
1: a lot of opinions uh, yeah.
0: one thing people have in regards to the show is opinions like, and i haven't
1: just, seen I, I don't think i've seen any good ones no i haven't seen <laughs> any good yeah. ones like
0: everybody hates this show like yeah. vehemently and it's Interesting, because, like, I didn't share that strong of hatred I didn't hate it. I actually appreciated a lot about the show. There are some missteps, I would say. Yeah. But I think it was a courageous project. I think that with something that is brave and different in the entertainment space, there's going to be hits and misses. And I think that's true for the idol, but these people who are like oh my god like this is the worst like i'm like relax it's not that bad
1: it's not as bad as i feel like people are saying it is in my yeah. in my opinion yeah. yeah and like i'm just someone who has like a background in music i work in music right like, it's um i thought it was just cool to just yeah kind of see you know just the music industry kind of things being yeah. being portrayed like, yeah i thought that was just cool like yeah. aside from like what actually happens in the yeah. show yeah yeah
0: also, there will be spoilers for The Idol. So yeah, yeah.
1: No, if you fine. haven't watched it, sorry. <laughs> you yeah, know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Um, So if you are not familiar with what the show is about, it follows this fictitious pop star called Jocelyn, paid by the sensational Lily Rose Deb, who really ate this role all the way up. More on that later. Yeah. And so, yeah, so Jocelyn's kind of at a crossroads in her career and her personal life. Her mom recently died, and her mom played, like, a very big role in her career. Like, kind of think about, like, you know, like, mama jerk, Chris Jenner kind of vibe is what I think they were trying to paint that picture of and so so yeah she's trying to figure out her sound you know she's one of those like cookie cutter like label produced pop stars right like who like think of like a britney spears equivalent right like a label comes and they pick this like pretty blonde girl and they like make her into like this sort of like sex kitten singer kind of persona with like you know like vapid music like lots of like uh like, a lot of, like, <laughs> moans and, like, you know what I mean? Like, not a whole lot of substance. Then um, Jocelyn meets Tedros, played by uh, Mr. Abel Tespai, also known as The Weeknd. The <laughs>
1: Weeknd. The Weeknd. <laughs> and
0: so, so he... Ends up latching onto her, and he brings his crew of like extremely talented and bizarre people, and they just like I mean, it's they leech onto her like li- like, they are le- like they're like they leeches onto her. Mm-hmm. They move into her house, and then they just the rest of most yeah. of the show is really just them like held up in Jocelyn's yeah. like massive Beverly Hills estate. They basically like,
1: like take control of her creative yeah, uh, process, and yeah. All that. Especially and it's, um, it's weird. Uh, the weekend who plays Ted Rose,
0: yeah, it's basically weird. like kind of
1: like a it's like he's trying to be a manager kind of thing. Like yeah. he's, he's like, yeah, he's like new in the music industry. Yeah. And he's like, but he's like found like a few really, really dope artists. Yeah. And yeah, I think those artists are cr- really cool. Like I just, I just thought the music that they were doing for like those guys was no, so, so dope. Good. Man. Yeah. Like, some of them are like really talented. No, they're really like talented. I and mean, they're like real people. Yeah. They're like, they're they're like, like actually actual like underground musicians. people
0: who I think that we can actually found. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like they, this That's show crazy. plays a lot of like, plays with reality a lot like you know like the weekend being this kind of like skeevy like musical genius like there's some blending of like now his own like musicality because like honestly the whole show is like the weekend propaganda like it is all the music like it sounds so weekend-y. <laughs> you can tell he
1: he was like writing the music like, yeah. you, his you producers tell, like, was there mike dean yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. can
0: you can just tell like it's all like very weekendy yeah. and so yeah so that show plays on that a lot like reality and like and in this idol world, which I think is cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into the performances. So, um, I want to talk first about everyone's controversial, uh, p- like acting actor, Abel. Yeah. I okay. So people were just like tearing him a new one online. They were like, "This is terrible. Like, oh, yeah, his sex scenes are so cringy." I mean, I think people are being a little harsh. I think that there were times where. Okay, I think my biggest criticism of his performance that I feel like he was very much leaning into. No worries. It's so loud. I'm so sorry. Mm. You can even use that as the slate. Mm -hmm. So loud. Very much leaning into this caricature of like this like skeevy, like, you know, like music industry guy. And I felt like his character lacked depth.
1: yeah yeah. like point blank
0: period and i feel like i don't know if it was purposeful i don't know if it was because this show is only five episodes long which was a huge misstep i think that that was
1: really it yeah Yeah. i think
0: i honestly i feel like yeah i don't think that he had much to work with and i feel like stronger actors on the show handled it better than he did which is understandable like he's an
1: inexperienced actor he's an inexperienced actor yeah and Um, i and I, i also don't know if that's acting is something that comes naturally to him like that. Yeah. yeah yeah like
0: i think he really like i think he had a very particular vision in his head and stuck to it the entire time like yeah, i yeah, think yeah. i would have been curious to see okay well what i wonder what had happened if he had more room to play more room to experiment because it felt like it's he was also
1: just the amount of time but you know yeah. like because if it was a movie he would have had even less time but yeah. like i feel like the script would account for that you yeah, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. This show just felt unfinished. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I think he just committed maybe too hard to this idea of this character yeah. and didn't give him or the character room to be a real person. Like it felt he didn't feel like a real person to me. Yeah. But I also maybe that was the point.
1: That might have also been That might have yeah, also yeah, been yeah. the point. Like maybe well, they're like, not
0: meant to be people that we actually know or interact with at all.
1: And that's the thing like we were saying like I feel like it was only 5 episodes and even within those five episodes, the story, it felt it felt unfinished. Yeah, uh, like, it did. Huge chunks were missing from it. I don't know if you guys felt like that when, when you were watching it. Yeah. But yeah, we we did for sure.
0: That was another huge thing that really disappointed me. I felt like they really rushed the ending. And that's like one of my biggest pet peeves um in tv and film like when the ending is not satisfying and it yeah. feels like really rushed we talked about this when we talked about american horror stories check out our previous episodes on that um and that's my biggest issue with it like it doesn't feel it feels like there's this like pressure to end the story like i honestly when we got to episode five i was like just getting into it like i was like okay like i understand yeah, like, yeah, what the vibe exactly. is and like i was these like characters now are, like I'm what's like, about to happen yeah this
1: is about to get crazy Yeah, because like, it it's felt like it was building up so yes. much and then the series was just over it's like,
0: over the season at just that over. huge
1: high point and then like the ending didn't pay off because of that
0: i was just getting invested into the tension between jocelyn and tedros and i thought that there's exactly. there I was this... so much deliciousness in that tension yeah of, man uh, being like okay like who's the power player here exactly because they felt like oh like these guys could actually go toe-to-toe like they felt very yeah, like cool yeah, yeah. and there, to me that there's so much there's there's so much they could do with that
1: they've they f- they both felt like unpredictable. Like the part yeah. where now they're, they're kind. Of, it's it was like I thought there would be some sort of power struggle. So like, um, in the beginning, Tedros and his people basically move in and mm-hmm. insert themselves into Jocelyn's life, mm-hmm. and. He's kind of controlling everything, or yeah. seemingly controlling everything. Yeah. Like every yeah. like everything is kind of on his say so. His say so. The show very yeah. much paints
0: Jocelyn as the victim and right. as this and vulnerable party yeah. in the beginning of the show. Then
1: there's a point where it just flips, and then it's like, okay, now she. It's like she's now in control, and mm-hmm. she's on the upper hand. She's mm-hmm. all of a sudden no longer really a victim. Yeah. And with her showcase, that's what's yeah, 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 yeah. And it's she's just, just but like even her. leading up to it. So you know, like yeah, now when. There's a point where she basically tells Tedros to get the fuck out of the house. But yeah. she's still fucking with his people that he brought, like his yeah, artists. They're my people yeah, now. Yeah, so she just tells him to leave. Yeah. And then he refuses to leave. But they're just basically ignoring him and mm-hmm. they're working on music. So he's just kind of, like, moping around the studio, just drunk. I think he was, like, on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, and just, like... Truly moping. You know, just kind of being, like, an unwanted villain in the house. And no one's <laughs> really paying him any attention. Yeah. So for me, during that time... I thought, like, a storm was brewing and he was going to do something yeah. unpredictable yeah. and crazy. Yeah. And, like, I thought it would even go down, like, now at her showcase. But then it kind of just ended and she just remained on the upper hand. And there wasn't, yeah. there wasn't like, a power struggle that I thought that would happen. And, like, yeah. I thought that would have been really cool, man. It
0: would have been really Could have
1: cool. done some crazy shit with that. You know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: it just, it flipped to Jocelyn so quickly. And yeah. then it was just Jocelyn yeah. at the end. And I'm just like, damn, like, it would have just been fun to see them, like, have a push and pull yeah, like, more. Yeah,
1: like, she gets the upper hand, then he gets some get back, then yeah. she does something crazy and gets the upper hand again, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I
0: actually originally thought that, like, he like i thought that the um the studio executive people were gonna like love him and like offer him like i thought yeah he was I, gonna, thought I thought there would be more with give that him, like a position of yeah, power yeah, yeah, and yeah. then have him and then give him like power over maybe like jocelyn's like career yeah. and then like now it's like okay now the battle begins yeah but then other than that happened man yeah. they had this like story about him be put out in i think it was variety or something yeah and then that, and was, then it. that was it and then it was and then jocelyn's like invites him to his show or whatever yeah yeah i mean it's just yeah i i was like i don't know i i liked the idea of jocelyn being the actual power player and tedros being her muse but i wish that that was we waited longer to learn that yeah you know what i mean like i wish we could have sat in this idea of jocelyn being a victim a little bit longer so that the payoff payoff would be better better, yeah Yeah. i think that's my biggest thing
1: yeah exactly
0: all right so if you had to give um the idol a grade a mm-hmm. through F, if you will, taking it a th- back to school. A through F. What would you give it?
1: Um. Okay, I would give it a D plus, C minus. Yeah. 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 Maybe more of a C minus. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's uh-huh. what I would give it. Uh uh-huh. Um, I liked the vibes of the show a little yeah. more than how the plot ended up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed the music vibes and all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More than anything. Yeah. Um. The things we talked about the plot that would have brought it up for me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. what about you what do you what grade do you give it a through f
0: yeah i think i also agree with the c minus i think um there were some really strong and memorable performances Mostly, honestly, by Lily Rose Depp. Yeah. really surprised me, honestly. Yeah, I think she was I the only one who
1: really brought it like that with the action. She right? brought it. Yeah, no, I mean, no one else really hit like that.
0: Homegirl was all. fucking, sucking, crying, cutting, whipped Like, she was doing all the things.
1: I think she's also the only, like, true actor there. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. She yeah. And
0: I, to me, I felt like she fully embodied Jocelyn. Like, yeah. I believed her with every single... I was like, oh, no, like, she's this pop star. Like, the way... I just everything and the, the way that she the way that she had control and the way she didn't have control was like so brilliantly done on her end. Yeah. But then, yeah, I think the pitfalls being everything that we talked about, right? Like the short episodes, April's performance, also not having really like a grounded character who could act as the audience to make us feel like, you know, somebody to connect our world with their world. You know what I mean? Someone to be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Mm. The assistant was kind of like that, but to me, she didn't really like they didn't really like give no her anything like there wasn't i wanted her to have maybe like more humor more something you know it didn't really translate that so c minus for me too okay yeah all right right, that's the idol moving right along to another show that we absolutely adored the horror of dolores roach which you might have not have heard this show because i feel like it's gotten lost in this whole like you know the barbie heimer mania the idol mania and so in regards to like a show drop it's been a whisper in the wind like not a lot of like attention it's fantastic it's
1: from amazon yeah yeah amazon
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah it is a great show all right so if this one because it came out more recently we won't do any spoilers we will be nice this time guys um Mm -hmm. so yeah no spoilers here (laughs) So, we follow Dolores Roach, as the title suggests. She has been in prison for 16 years. She just got out. You can only imagine. I mean, she went to prison in 2007. Like, it's a totally different world. Yeah. Yeah. 2000. She,
1: I, I really like the part when they show her, like, in the 2000s. Yeah. It's actually subtly
0: done, right? Because it's not overly like nice, 2K, but it, it's, it's nice. like a nice nod. Because, like, yeah. the way the way she's dressed, you you, you, know, you know the vibes of you are there. Anyways, so... Uh, Miss Dolores Roach prior to her incarceration was a Washington Heights New York City babe out here running the streets with her man yeah, dealing the so drugs. Her
1: man was this um man in the corner, I don't this, know how to lingo He man. was this <laughs> really big drug dealer in um, yeah. in uh, yeah, Washington Heights. So yeah. um there's a day they're coming to arrest him looking for him, but she's in the house. She gets arrested and they're like we'll let you go if you tell us where he is. or or like speak on what he's doing yeah and like a true idiot
0: she was a ride or die she was a ride or die like for real for real so she
1: kept her mouth shut she did she had a 16 year sentence she did the full sentence so the show starts now she's coming out from doing that sentence so exactly she comes Basically, looking for the guys. you're like, "Oh, she wants to pick back up."
0: Homegirl thinks that she just can just yeah. go take a train right back to Washington Heights. Come out, go, go to to even to the house, the same apartment her.
1: from like 2001. fucking for real, literally from like 2001. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she goes there. It's like gentrified. The white people live there. She yeah. can't find the guy, so she's down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, there was like a huge thing of money he had saved, um, for her or something, and it was supposed to be in the apartment. She Obviously I don't, I don't
0: think that he saved it for her. I, I Oh think she that just was, assumed
1: it was th- there was some money there. That was like their his savings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was like their savings. Obviously from like their he, he took it and disappeared. Of course he yeah. ran with that money. So I now, don't even think he lasted a week. Yeah. So yeah. she's out of prison, you know, she's she's a felon. You know, yeah. she just did time, but she finished all her time. She's not on parole or anything. Mm. She's good. She's good to go. She ain't got so, no friends, got yeah. no
0: family, got she has nowhere to go yeah. essentially. And
1: this guy basically just abandoned her. And so yeah, she, she needs money, so she finds an empanada shop that she used to go to all the time back mm-hmm. in the day, goes in there, finds uh, a kid who used to work there that she used to sell weed to, who basically runs it now, and yeah, he gives her a job and a place to stay. Yeah
0: and then she becomes a serial killer.: Yeah and then um, well before that, she becomes a masseuse.:
1: Yeah, and then she becomes yeah, yeah, a so killer. she <laughs> she, be, she was a masseuse in prison, yes. and they called her magic hands, like she was really good at it yeah. so she just starts a business as a misuse, mm-hmm. somehow she becomes a serial killer. And this is like one of the craziest shows I've ever seen. This real, show,
0: man. yeah, it's so fun and it doesn't take itself that seriously, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Often sometimes, you know, in the horror, thriller drama, like, you know, sometimes it can it can be like so serious. Mm. I like that the show was like super funny and super fresh. And it wasn't yeah like it, it was a really fun ride I really yeah. liked the way in which the story was told because we have two different timelines we have present day then we have the past which is when like the release from prison that's happening technically in the past yeah and it's just like she, it's it's great it's such a fun watch and it's you're so just good. It's it's so it's intoxicating it's
1: a really good thriller sometimes it's it's like actually scary yeah you know and yeah. it's disgusting ew like, it's gross it's ew. really disgusting it's but, like, so gross a lot of the things like really shock you you know but, but yeah. then it also has a really really like light-hearted vibe to it and it's it's funny yeah you know what i mean but then it can get really serious and deep like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 20
0: minute episodes so it does kind of follow that like 20 minute sitcom format. oh they're only
1: 20 minutes yeah that's why i we didn't even realize it, like, yeah in, like did. two <laughs> seconds i didn't even realize they were short Yeah, like i that. think the
0: last episode was like 40 you know how they do that oh, yeah. sometimes yeah and so yeah it just it felt like very concise and tight and like yeah really just like fun love show. yeah yeah shout out to my girl my man who plays the main character what's her name again
1: justina machado justina
0: machado i cannot remember her name but i adore her she was in if you've seen one day at a time it's the mom character she's lovely and what i really like about this role for her is that you know like she typically has played somebody's mom, somebody's older sister, like a you know, like a maternal, nice kind of like supporting character. Yeah. So to see her be in this like um like vivaciously maniacal care like lead character, this villain anti-hero i love that for her yeah and i thought she was fantastic i thought it was she was so great good.
1: it was so good yeah, I, I enjoyed she, it so she's much she's a man. great anti-hero because yeah, yeah, in
0: yeah. a lot of ways i was like no get him
1: she's get also em. really funny and just interesting. And funny yeah, 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 yeah
0: and you and she's a nice person that you could like you want to like root for her because like you know she's been wronged you know what i'm saying yeah her man wronged her you know what i'm yeah. saying she's a 16 year bid you know what i'm saying and then you know just like she's dealing with like the realities of being like an ex-con and like all you know what i mean like all this kind of stuff and you're just like you root for her but then you're also like bitch like you are losing this plot yeah you are losing the plot man yeah yeah it's a great show the
1: supporting actors were crazy they killed it um had uh cindy Lauper was there love cindy Lauper. yeah yeah that's honestly the only person from there that i i know
0: no you know uh judy reyes
1: what's judy reyes
0: she was um she was marcy She's from Scrubs. Carla from
1: Scrubs. You know oh, from Scrubs. Marcy. I forgot, about yeah. I forgot about her. I forgot yeah. about her. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. Judy Reyes. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've never really known her name. Yeah, either. Yeah. I just knew she's Carla from Scrubs. Just Carlo from Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: Um, speaking of that, this show, I think, has a great balance of new faces and yeah. also familiar faces, too. And like, the new guys? faces went crazy, man. New faces went crazy. Louis? Uh, yeah, so Louis? there's a
1: character called Luis. So he's the guy who was running the empanada shop yeah. that she links up with. And... um. Yeah, this guy. So the actor is called Alejandro Hernandez. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, fresh. Yeah, so he's just fresh, but he, he, he delivered a he crazy delivered. performance. He man. delivered. Yeah, he his delivered. character was all types of like, like you, you have no, you're not prepared for that. Yeah. You're not prepared for it. Like, yeah, yeah he, he, he really went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. I loved
0: him in this show, yeah. and I loved his role in the show. Yeah, and, he can get
1: know- really dramatic. Mm -hmm. as well like he's also funny yeah nice little breakdown in the show yeah 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 yeah.
0: super funny um yeah i think one thing that i also really appreciated about the show too is that you know typically like in horror right like there's not a whole lot of diversity in horror like you know like black people we just came here the other day via jordan peele in this modern yeah, wave of, of, of horror right facts. and there's not a whole lot of like latino latinx representation in the genre and if we are in these movies right and if we are in this genre we're typically either like side characters who get killed off or like there's some sort of like tragedy attached to it like i love that like this show was crazy but nobody really besides like the victims is a victim and it's like I felt like the Latinx identity was very like true to the show like I like that like that identity wasn't lost in like being like a serial killer or Mm. like a cannibal or whatever you know what I mean like I liked that like they were like so like you know like chulos like you know what I mean that energy and I liked that because I was like yeah for sure like murderers be murderers you know what I'm saying like you you can be like you know what I mean still have that character and that identity I really liked that yeah. I felt like they it was like really like well infused.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You yeah, know, it was also just seeing like you know, a a story like this just from different perspectives yeah. and like, yeah, man, like I just I just really like what they did with this show like yeah. it was a really good balance between um things that shock you and then just um things that make you feel a type of way. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. then just like just lighthearted as well. Like yeah. really really funny sometimes. Yeah. yeah it was really really dope like i don't even know like i guess it's a thriller but like it's a lot more than that i think
0: it's a horror i don't think it's a thriller it's
1: a horror yeah i
0: think it's a horror comedy
1: it's actually a horror comedy it's a horror it's a horror comedy yeah Yeah, it's not really a thriller
0: but then it's interesting because well we should actually do an episode one day where we dissect like the difference between like horror and thriller because i feel like um there are elements of the show that feel thrillery like I maybe not say because I will spoil it. it But then the grossness is where like the horror aspect comes in. Like the goriness is horror. So Mm. that's an interesting debate for another day. But important to know that this show actually came from a scripted podcast of the same name. Super cool. So somebody, so essentially if you're not familiar, a scripted podcast, it's literally like TV, but in podcast form. So people like go and they write scripts and... Each episode's like an episode, yeah, yeah, um, and it's all fictitious characters, people coming in, and the voice actors play these characters. So it's basically like it's TV sh- without visuals. It's a visuals.
1: TV show, but there's no visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just know dope, man. it's so cool. Yeah, that I shit's have crazy. only just
0: recently heard of like scripted podcasts, maybe yeah, within, like me the too. last like year or some change. Mm. And so I didn't know that it was at the point where I was like, oh, like it's actually like a, a strong enough. Um, like medium that's getting now like a streamer and like and an actual becoming an actual show
1: yeah and so cool. that's really dope and like with dolores the mm-hmm. horror of dolores roach it's really cool because like you know um true crime podcasts are yeah. really really popular so i'm sure they they kind of got the idea now for their scripted podcast yeah. to just kind of do something but it's like a scripted podcast yeah and like yeah now um it makes so much sense you know it becoming a, a tv show it's like it's like when they turn books into movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and I think it for a scripted podcasts, I feel like crime and horror and thrill that that space works so well because sound plays a really big role in initiating fear. Yes, and you can achieve that yes. re- in a really like yes. meaningful and more powerful way with a scripted podcast, right? Because yeah. when you're watching a movie or a TV show, you have a visual to aid that experience, mm-hmm. but if you're just relying on sound. Like you can it's a really different type be, of
1: uh, horror experience. Yeah, yeah, and you can yeah, make it yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, scary, yeah. right? Like it's kind of like that's you're That's true. Because you you're like, just listening. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, just yeah. listening. You know what I mean? Because that's that's also cool. Because you don't have to like um, worry about okay, how do we make this look scary? Right. It's just the audio. Like and I
0: think it's what a wonderful challenge for a creator. Like how do we use words and sound and voice to like convey like fear and convey like danger? I yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, just like Idol, final grade on the horror of Dolores Roach.
1: Um, my final grade. Yeah. I will give it a B plus. Yeah. Yeah. B- yeah. B plus. Yeah. B plus A minus. Yeah. 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 There. What yeah. about you? What would you give it?
0: Mm, I think maybe like an A minus. Yeah. Maybe even an A. Mm, yeah. A minus.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'd say like an A minus.
0: A minus, I yeah. would say. I think A minus. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to see you season two. It's fantastic. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great show, man. Great show.
0: Yeah. All right, Buffers, that's it for episode 18. Thank you so much for joining us. Make Thanks, sure that guys. you follow us on all streaming platforms at Movie Buffs Kenya. Yep. Catch us next week. Yeah. Love we- y'all.
1: Love you guys.